Yo, 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 guys, welcome back to, welcome back, and I'm excited to kick off a third season of the Chiropractic Junkie with you guys. Um, Some thoughts that I just want to share with you. I thought about changing the name of the podcast from the Chiropractic Junkie to Health, Wellness, and Restoration uh, to kind of match along with uh, the blog that I write. However, I realized that it might be, it might kind of mess up my SEO of the podcast. Also might mess you guys up since the, I do have somewhat of a following. Uh, so I decided to keep the name the same. Uh, we, we do talk about a little chiropractic uh, here and there on the podcast. Uh, but the main thing that uh, uh, we focus on is health and wellness through things as such as diet, exercise, uh, plenty of sleep, um, you know, other na- and, and of course, uh, uh, lifestyle changes. And of course we do, we, we talk about chiropractic along with other natural, um, forms of healthcare, such as, you know, acupuncture and therapeutic massage. So this podcast goes beyond chiropractic care. However, you, you might have heard me say this, but I'm going to say it again. You know, chiropractic is just one piece of the health and wellness uh, puzzle. And so, um, you know, this season especially, we're going to be focusing a lot on um, tips and tricks and all that kind of stuff. So things that you can look forward to uh coming up or, you know, like six health perks of coffee. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, 10 well health benefits of swimming, 10 health benefits of chest, uh, five things to look out for in your protein powder. We got 10 coffee hacks that'll make your morning Joe's super healthy, 10 ways to have a healthy morning, uh, top five healthiest fast foods, four ways to imagine boredom, artichoke tea, uh, how five secrets for cognitive health, six video games that give you a sense of calm and control, seven steps to becoming charismatic, uh, and the seven hottest health trends of 2020. So as you can see, we have a lot of exciting content coming up for season three, and it's it's I'm very excited for season three, and I and I hope that you guys are just as excited as I am. To kick this episode off, we're going to be talking about 10 wellness tips for college students. And I did double check the demographics to listen to the podcast. And there are a good, there is that age group of college kids that listen to this podcast. So if you're in college or graduate school, uh, this is for you. Uh, but if you're not in college, this could also apply to you because a lot of the tips that are on here can also be applied to those of us who have moved on from our college days and are now a part of the workforce. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode. Uh, it's been over a year now since I walked across the stage uh, and graduated from the University of South Carolina. And uh, 
you know, though, it, it, when I think back to my time in college, it was a time of freedom and independence and self-discovery, hard work, and of course, plenty of good times. Uh, but I also remembering it being a time of uh, neglect, whether it was neglecting my studies or my health, there were many, many distractions that kept me from focusing on the more uh, important aspects of university life. And I think that goes for a lot of college students. College is an important time to start establishing your healthy habits. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to kick um, you know, this new season off with a little uh, piece of um, advice uh, for, uh, our college, uh, group, uh, you know, of course, with schools getting started back up and, uh, you know, the semester underway, you just want to help you take better care of yourself as you navigate the new world of college, because the last thing you really want to be worrying about as a college student on top of everything else is your health and wellness. That should be one thing that should be a no-brainer to keep in check. So the first idea here is to eat healthy. You know, a lot of college students, I think, you know, could eat a little bit better. Um, yeah, you know, if you watch a lot of TV shows or movies or, you know, you see these college-age kids living off of ramen noodles and drinking soda pop and pizza is the go-to uh, dinner and, or, you know, you go, you see them drinking a lot of beer and then going out and, and eating a lot of greasy food. And I will tell you one thing in my experience that, uh, TV and movies got that part right. So when we used to go to the bars at the end of the night, we would always, uh, while we were burning off our buzz, one of the stops we would make was to, uh, a fast food chain called cookout. They have, really cheap fast food and a, a huge movie uh, menu of different milkshakes. Um, and it was just delicious. It, it hit the spot. It, it wasn't good for us at all, but it did hit the spot. So another thing to keep out, keep in mind when talking about eating healthy is the freshman 15. I can't tell you that the freshman 15 is indeed a real uh, dilemma. Uh, I myself fell victim to it of sorts. I wouldn't say that uh, it was eating necessarily. I've always been a pretty good eat, uh, healthy eater, but I drink a lot of beer. I still drink a, a good amount of beer. I'm trying to cut back because, of course, beer is a lot of car empty carbs and, uh, you know, uh, it, it's just empty. It can pile on the pounds. Um, so often college students, you know, are surrounded by these plethora of unhealthy food options on and off the campus. You know, if you go to a dining hall, you, you got things, uh, such as, you know, Moe's or Chick-fil-A or, uh, or, you know, Taco Bell, things that aren't really the healthiest choices. And even if you, depending on your city, even when you walk around the blocks and you're looking for a place to stop and eat, you know, there's Wendy's or McDonald's or Burger King. So, you know, there's really, it's a really tough uh, time or 
it's a really tough thing for college kids to be able to, you know, eat on the go and, 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 and it makes it even harder to eat healthy on the go. Um, and although many di- college dining halls have made a conscious effort to provide healthier choices, many students find themselves, you know, tired of eating at the, uh, the dining hall after a single semester. You know, you burn out of that pretty quick. And so, like I'm saying, you know, you're, you're going to the gas station to grab a snack or you're going to CVS late at night, you know, or you're grabbing a, a greasy to go food, or you're grabbing a, a calorie pack sub or something like that. So one way to combat a poor diet while at college is to know where to look for the healthier options. Uh, many university uh, menus provide a nutrition, provide nutrition facts to help the students eat mindfully. Um, and I know there's, if you, if you Google around your area, there's, I'm sure there's healthier options out there, such as, you know, Chipotle is considered a healthy option, depending on what you get. Um, Subway, again, depending on what you eat, it's not a bad idea. Uh, You really can't go wrong with homemade lunches. I know, I know a lot of kids are strapped for cash, but, you know, uh, a piece of fruit and, and maybe some soup, and a salad, you know, that's not super expensive, so you can always pack your lunch. Another way to fight off the freshman 15 is, is to leave wherever you're eating immediately. You know, the university cafeteria especially is a popular place to hang out, meet new people, socialize, but it's best if you don't stick around for long period of times after you finish your meal because uh, the longer you sit there, the more you're tempted to go back for more. So leaving will help you resist the temptation to grab a snack. Uh, and a third tactic is portion control. I'm a huge fan of portion control and still use it to this day. Although it can be tantalizing to eat your fill and then some, it's best just for your health and that you practice to, to eat to where you feel satiated and to stop when you're no longer hungry. And then the fourth way is to enjoy your sweets in moderation. I think some people have made the mistakes of trying to cut out their sweets from their diet. And then, you know, after a while, they just go into a sweets overload. A better way is to enjoy sweets in moderation. So you don't have to give up your desserts altogether, um, but you just strive to, you know, one, eat healthier desserts if you can, uh, or two, you know, two, cut out extra calories that are found in like sodas and sport drinks and of course alcohol. And three, and just like I said, it goes back to self-control and self-discipline. You know, you have one, two, maybe three days that you're going to eat dessert and you don't go beyond that. And in, when you eat the dessert, you have it in your mind that you're only going to have one piece and no more. So that's, that's the first idea. Uh, that's the first tip I have for you. The second tip is guard your mental health. In high school, many school counselors are there to help guide and support you, even if you don't ask for it. But in college, unless you go to the mental health department or the career center or seek out someone to um, relay your emotions to, one, no one is really going to check up on you. That's why it's essential you locate the student mental health services once you get on campus and you kind of associate 
associate yourself with that because the last thing you want is to find yourself in a mental funk and not know where to turn. You know, during my time at South Carolina, I spent four years and four years there in, at the University of South Carolina, Columbia. Um, there was usually, I want to say, uh, there was about a suicide a year that I heard of, uh, and a lot of the suicides there, according to what the report said, were uh, mental induced. You know you know, grad students cracking under the pressure, stuff like that. So tip number three is prioritize. Um, I can't stress this enough, you know, and this is really a good piece of advice, whether you're in college or out, you need to keep your priorities in order. If you don't, you're going to find yourself lost, confused, and stressed. And that translates you into getting into a heap of trouble. And to be honest with you, prioritizing in college is great practice for when you enter the workforce. Uh, although your social calendar may seem more important to you while you're in college, your assignments uh, are, you know, just as important. Uh, you're not in college to play. You're in college to learn and to earn a, earn a degree. And it's costing you or your parents a lot of money. So you need to... Uh, you know, make an effort to do well in class while having fun at the same time. You can do both. It is possible. Um, so before you run off to join a Quidditch club, stop and consider what you want out of college. Um, this is something I learned out of graduation, at, excuse me, after graduation. College is what you make of it. If you want a four-year rager filled with girls and booze, you can have that. Um, but don't necessarily expect to graduate on time. On the other hand, if you want it to be a time of knowledge and learning and also a time that you'll remember, uh, it can be that as well. So again, it just comes back to time management and self-discipline and priorities and keeping all that kind of in line. Tip number four is find a workout you like. Yeah, you won't find a nicer fitness center than the one on campus at the University of South Carolina. In fact, the thing I miss most about South Carolina is the Strom Thurmond Fitness Center. And it's and whether you go to the gym or not, it's just essential you find a fitness routine you enjoy. This could be joining an intramural sports team or walking around the campus you know, while that provides valuable exercise, it's not enough to keep, you know, the freshman 15 at bay. It's not enough to keep you uh, slim and trim. And again, many universities offer recreational activities or clubs that you can join at your leisure. And, and not only does this provide exercise, it gets you out of the dorm room or apartment. It, it you know, helps you meet new people and socialize. And so it's just a good idea to stay active all the way around. The fifth tip here is to go to bed. I don't care what your friends tell you. You need a decent amount of sleep while you're in college. Uh, while it is no secret that the majority of college students do not achieve the recommended seven to nine hours of sleep for one reason or another, it is crucial that you rest as much as possible. You will have plenty of sleepless nights after you graduate. Uh, and, even, and even before you graduate, there's going to be times where you can't sleep as it is. Um, so enjoy 
the abundance of free time that you can utilize to sleep or rest or relax while you can because uh, reality hits you pretty quick after graduation and you find that you don't have as much time to just lay around and snooze and enjoy uh, and, uh, you know, and to enjoy the slower aspects of life. The sixth tip is don't push yourself too hard. And what I mean by this is, uh, well, let me first start by telling you a story here. I, uh, in my senior year of college, uh, around the middle or end of my first semester, uh, I began to become extremely stressed and anxious because I had several classes that were extremely difficult and I was just by that time ready to graduate and I was fearful that I wasn't going to be able to graduate on time. Uh, but during my fall break, some church family took me to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And while I was there, I shared my thoughts and concern with a guy named Ross. And he just looked at me and said, Christian, you need to stop worrying. There's, they're going to let you graduate. Relax and enjoy the ride. It will be over before you know it. And that's just a piece of wisdom that changed the rest of my senior year. The rest of my senior year, I, I, I didn't stress out. I didn't allow myself to get overwhelmed. I didn't allow myself to become depressed or anxious. You know, no matter what came my way, uh, I had resolved to be calm and relaxed about it. And I did go on to graduate that year on time. Um, college undoubtedly uh, is a stressful time for many young people, and they don't know how to deal with the pressure. Homework, tests, projects, internships, work, bill, due dates, deadlines, most of them all happening at the same time, you know, they have a way of pushing you to your limits. However, if you don't, if you do what you're supposed to do, and I'm talking about going to class, putting in the hard work and trying your best, then you will graduate just like I did. So the main idea that I want to leave you with here is don't let stress weigh you down. Life doesn't necessarily get any less stressful after you leave college. In fact, it tends to get more stressful uh, because, again, you're kind of bumping up to the next level. Um, so now is a great time for you guys in college to learn to overcome stress. Uh, and, and, and learning to do that now will really help you in the long term. Tip number seven is find your niche. As a student, you don't want to push yourself past your limits, but then again, neither do you want to simply go through the motions. With a small amount of effort, you can find something you love to do with people you care about. Again, college is a wonderful time to try new things, go new places and meet new people. And, you know, universities are just, you know, they're kind of like a hub of all these people coming together uh, and, you know, you have to be able to, you have to be willing to join a club or an organization to narrow down these 40 to 50 to 60,000 people into a smaller group that are like-minded. So get out, try new clubs, try new groups, get out of your comfort zone and do something you normally wouldn't do. Don't be afraid to reach out and, and, and try to connect with people and, and find a common ground with them. 
Number eight is a very important one. It's build a support system. Whether you're on a large campus or a small campus, having a network of supporters is imperative because you're going to hit a roadblock or a wall and it's going to seem like the world is coming to an end and that's when you want to have someone to turn to. This could be friends, family, or, you know, or professors. The more you pour into building into your support team, uh, the better you'll be because you'll have that group of people who can encourage you and you can also encourage and be uh, edifying to them as well. Number nine, step away from technology. Uh, and that's to say, you know, give, give yourself a break from the digital world. In today's world, it's almost impossible to avoid technology because it impacts nearly every aspect of our lives. And, and students often use technology uh, to take notes and study and, of course, to have fun. Uh, however, like I said, time away from your social media and video games and streaming and online chatting gives your mind and body a break. And it allows you just to kind of detox so be sure to step away from the screens. And then lastly, uh, number 10, organize your dorm. Uh, I remember my fresh, freshman year, uh, I, was, I was required that I live in a dorm, and I had a tiny dorm. You know, when you walked in the door, my desk was to the left uh, a little bit ways past my desk. There was two closets for me and my roommate just enough to squeeze in a few hangers of clothes. We had a shared bathroom, uh, a window. My roommate had a desk next to his bed, and then we had a sink in our room, and that was it. So, I mean, it was a fairly small, cramped space for two guys. Uh, but having said that, you know, being able to make your dorm room feel like home is super important. And, and along with that, it's super important to keep it cleaned and organized. And doing so will benefit your mental and physical well-being. So when you are packing for your dorm room or you're trying to decorate your dorm room, just think about the essentials. Don't don't feel don't clutter your room with the non-essentials. Make it your own but refrain from overdoing it. Uh, and depending on how your school works or how your uh, you know apartment search goes, this dorm might be your home for more than one year. So just do your best uh, to make it cozy and comfortable, but um, open and and junk free. So, well, that's it for today, guys. That is all I have for you for episode one of season three. I hope you found this episode very encouraging and very informative. If you're in college, uh, my best of luck to you during this semester. Stay strong, study hard, have fun, but be responsible uh, and, um, uh, and, and, and follow these health tips. All right, guys, until next week, peace, love, out.